Hey everybody, welcome back to Evolved Athletics Radio. This is episode 45 and we're going to talk about the fitness influencers, specifically those ones that you find on Instagram or pretty much any social media platform at this point. Oh yes, the fitness influencer. Uh, so if you've been on social media any length of time at this point, especially Instagram, um, you've probably ran into a profile of somebody that calls themselves a fitness influencer, or you've probably seen the hashtag uh, fitspo, which is uh, a hashtag people use for fitspiration, right? Fitness inspiration. And, you know, it's it's become really, in my eyes, problematic that the barrier to entry into online coaching and really personal training and really the whole field for that matter has such a low barrier to entry that, you know, anybody with an internet connection at this point can call themselves a personal trainer or a coach or, you know, pretty much anything they want related to exercise, nutrition, or health in general um, without really having to prove themselves. Now, Yes, I understand the market can weed those individuals out, right? The the saying, the cream rises to the top. But the problem is, is what happens when that doesn't occur? And, and it doesn't. Like in our field, in the health and fitness industry, in this field, it, it doesn't always happen. Now, I'm not saying licensure is going to correct it. And I'm not saying adding more regulations are going to correct it either. But I think it gives the consumer uh, a little bit more uh, of an ability to decipher who's credible and who isn't. But what's even worse is the amount of these professionals, and I use professionals loosely, uh, I'd even use entrepreneurs loosely because a lot of fitness influencers consider themselves entrepreneurs. Um, But, you know, that set aside, what's become really mainstream is photoshopping. Uh, Not just photoshopping, but also using before and after pictures of people that aren't even their clients. So it becomes really hard to, to really, you know, decant whether, you know, these individuals are credible or not. And you can't just simply scroll through their feed or their portfolio because you just don't know what's real or what's not. And, you know, and I'm not the only one that you know has a, a big issue with this. As a matter of fact, I'm actually looking at an article right now that was uh, posted on leanminded.com, um, and I can put this in the episode description. And you know, he he does a pretty good job of you know going through you know, and he gives examples too of stuff that's popped up on Instagram that it is just atrocious. I mean, it's terrible that it's going on. And it's, I got to imagine that, you know, this isn't the only set of examples that are out there. Um, You know, this, this person just does a really good job of, you know, kind of collating all of it. But, you know, it, it's scary, right? Because you don't know who to believe, who not to believe. And one of the things, and I'm going to reference this article again, one of, the, one of the things in this article that this person does a great job of is uh, putting in, I think he's got 20, I keep saying he, but I can't find who actually wrote the, the article, uh, but I think Lean Minded is owned by a, a male. I could be wrong, but in any case, 
he or she, whoever wrote the, the article, um, they list about 20 different you know, fitness professionals that have been in the industry for a long time. And a lot of these people, you know, I've been following for, I don't know, better part of 10 years. So, you know, a chunk of my, uh, a chunk of my career, uh, I've been following these individuals. So, um, you know, it's just, it, it's terrible, you know, fitness influencers, um, they, a lot of times they're fly by night, um, ones that popped up a couple of years ago don't exist anymore. Um, some of them are run out by other fitness professionals because they're they're scams. You know they're scammers. But others, they they do so well and they fly so far under the radar that you know they're doing just enough to make a lot of money, but they're doing just little enough to not really garner that negative attention and it's it's kind of scary and you know it's happening you know at such a a large scale and it puts a bad taste in people's mouths for coaches and personal trainers and you know people that actually want to help you know uh, individuals reach their health and fitness goals so it's you know it's it really is problematic so really when it comes to fitness influencers my my suggestion to people is if you're going to hire somebody you know, that you've only seen online, you know, go ahead and scan through their, you know, various social media platforms, but reach out to them, see if they'll have a conversation with you before trying to hard sell you on something. Um, You know, see if they'll answer your answer questions, you know, read if they have a blog, read their blogs. You know, a lot of times you can tell a lot about uh, someone if they have written content, you can tell a lot about somebody by, you know, if they have podcasts or if they make videos, you know, so I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff there that you can, you can do, but you really have to do your due diligence if it's somebody that, you know, you've only seen online. Cause you know, I'm telling you, there's, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of wolves and sheep, sheep's clothing out there, you know, and to be honest for a long time, uh, these, these particular, you know, or this sector of the fitness industry kind of flew far, you know, far under my radar. But it wasn't until, I don't know, it was probably about a year ago, uh, I started seeing the hashtag Fitspo. And so I started, you know, I started looking at the pictures. And a lot of them, and there's nothing wrong with this, I'm just saying that this was a, a, a common denominator with them. A lot of them were women in either really, they were either scantily clothed or they were wearing such tight outfits that the reason for the pictures wasn't to educate, it was to entice people to look at more of their content. You know, in as a male, and maybe this is just me and maybe I'm wrong for feeling this, but I actually felt kind of, I don't know, dirty for looking at them. Like it almost felt for a minute that I was looking at, uh, I don't want to say like a, a dirty magazine, but man, it wasn't far from it. You know, it was just, I don't know. And maybe I wasn't the target market either. I don't know, but it, it just, it put a bad taste in my mouth. And I got to imagine that, you know, when other people, when other people outside of that field are looking at these pictures, they're also kind of wondering, you know, what, what is it that they're trying to do here? What are they advertising? You know, um, and I know I've talked to people that have wondered the same thing, but I've also talked to other people that you know they don't really have a problem with it. 
You know, their their stance is, is well, this woman is proud of, you know, everything that they've worked for and, you know, they want to show everybody how much hard work they put into it. But, you know, flip side of that is some of these people, they didn't work hard for it. They had a lot of surgeries. They're probably on, you know, an assortment of compounds. Um, I'm not, obviously, I'm not saying supplements. You know, they could be on an assortment of uh, compounds to help them look a certain way. Some of them have surgeries to look a certain way, right? So, and I know guys do this too, but again, it, whether male or female, the, the point is here is that you really, you, sometimes you really just don't know what you're looking at. So if you're interested in, you know, hiring a, a, one of these fitness influencers, do your due diligence. You know, you, you have enough information at your fingertips that, you know, you can, you can really pour through uh, their content and not just their pictures, you know, again, it's a good sign if they have a blog and they have a podcast, if they've written a book, you know, it's not that hard anymore to write a book and throw, throw it up on amazon.com and, you know, sell it for 99 cents. Yeah. They won't make a ton of money from it, but it's, it's a way to market, you know? Um, so it's, I don't know. I just, I fear a lot for clients out there because I've talked to some of them too. You know, I've talked to people that have hired uh, some of these fitness influencers and it never pans out well, right? They get a cookie cutter diet or they get a really generic program that's not really specific to their goal. I mean, at that point, it's like taking the personal out of personal training, right? You're not even, you're not even making a program for them anymore. You're just giving them a generic program. That's not personal training. And that's not coaching, even if it's online, right? Even if it's online, you're still doing personal training. It's just the format at which you're doing it's changed, right? So I don't know. I This one's really been tugging at me because, you know, with the quarantine and all that stuff going on, more and more people are online and more and more people are being, um, you know, marketed to by, you know, fitness influencers. So I just, I wanted to get that, uh, this out there and kind of put my two cents into it. But hey, if you have a different view or if you have questions or you want to make a comment about this, um, you know, use the link to send me a voice message and I'll, I'll post it on the, the next episode. Uh, otherwise, folks, I'm going to wrap it up there. Uh, happy lifting and I will talk to everybody next week. Thanks.